This is Molly Livingstone on Jewish Coffee House Comedy Podcast. Today we have an interview with Tom Cotter. You might remember the name because he came second place on America's Got Talent. He lost to dogs. And he does talk about that in his comedy act, which we have a clip for you. He was here on tour with the Comedy for Kobe tour, which basically brings over twice a year top A-list stand-up comics to raise money for the Kobe Mandel Foundation, which helps to provide support and camps for victims of terror. Now take a listen to this act because it really is going to make you laugh. And of course, we got to interview him as well while he was here on his first trip to Israel. Uh, before we begin, you should know about my act. I do a lot of one-liners, mostly cocaine, so I talk fast. So, uh, you got to stay on your toes like a dwarf at a urinal. Here we go. Now. And you will laugh. I'll follow you home and tickle you. I swear you're going to laugh tonight. I had the whole front row in the last show in stitches because they weren't laughing and I had a box cutter. Take a hint. Okay, now, I, uh, this is funny stuff. I worked at a, a senior citizen center last week and I don't want to brag, but by the end of the show, I am confident that everybody pissed their pants. Seriously. So, there's not a dry seat in the house. Here we go. Now, I, uh, Love being here. This is the holiest of places. It's unbelievable. We got to do the tour today. I got to hear the Muslim call of prayer, or someone was strangling a donkey over a loudspeaker. <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I don't care to hear it again. Uh, not the most religious guy. My dad was Catholic. My mom was Rastafarian, and that was weird growing up. His dad would bring home the Christmas tree, and mom would smoke it. So <laughs> weird growing up as a Christopharian. Anyway. My brother just converted. He's a crystal Methodist, but <laughs> I, uh, it's fun to be in Jerusalem. This is fun for me. I, uh, I'm not a religious guy, but uh, in the quarterfinals of America's Got Talent, I got on my knees and I prayed and I said, God, I don't care if I win or if I lose. Just please, one day, can I work at Beit Shmuel? And, uh, <laughs> dreams come true, everybody. That's all I'm saying. We always talk about the triple crown of comedy that's working at the London Palladium, that's Carnegie Hall in New York City, and it's Beit Shmuel in Jerusalem. America's Got Talent was really fun right up until I lost to a dog act in front of 20 million viewers. Uh, no punchline there, everybody. That's what happened. Uh, I came in second to non-humans on that show. Creatures that had no idea that they were even in a competition before. Right now they're headlining at Caesar's Palace and I'm at Beit Shmuel, everybody. <laughs> but I'm happy about it. I, uh, I, I love dogs. People think I'm an animal hater now. I'm an animal lover, not in a Kentucky way, but I think you know what I'm saying. I, uh, my favorite animal is steak, but I do love animals. I, I think, uh, you know, after that show, I slept like a baby, which means I would sleep for two hours and wake up crying and soil myself. But I'm over it now. And who's the therapist? Is she still here? Yeah, we should probably talk after the show. Did you learn any Hebrew since you've been here? Uh, 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 
Beit Shmuel. Shmuel? Oh, you did so well on stage, and now... <laughs> now I'm tongue-tied. Well, I only had to do it then. No, I... Did you practice I, a lot backstage I, before I, you... I did not know. Here's, you know, they asked what I didn't expect. One of the things I didn't expect was that they don't have English on, like, a lot of the menus at restaurants or in yeah. the front of stores and stuff, so that's difficult. Because in the States, it's in... Everything's in English and Spanish, sometimes French. You know, but uh, and sometimes Hebrew, but uh, New York where I live. But here, I, that I'm clueless sometimes. I've ordered some things Weird that were things. not what I thought in my head, and it's arrived, and I have been like, oh, that's not exactly what I had in mind. But it's an adventure. There are differences between the Catholics, uh, the Irish Catholics in particular, and the Jewish people. You say shalom, we say shut up. That's a little different. Right? <laughs> you have bar mitzvahs, we have bar fights. It's different. <laughs> You drink uh, Lahayim, you drink to life. We live to drink. We're just different that way. <laughs> Young Jewish men pass the bar and become lawyers. We can't pass the bar and we need lawyers, so that's a symbol. <laughs> you say Hama Nagila, we say Habit Tequila. That's just different. That's all. <laughs> and I love the autumn. I went apple picking two weeks ago. That's what I called it. The judge called it shoplifting from the apple store. But I, uh, got the iPhone 7, and I am not qualified to handle this level of technology, because every time I go to answer it, I take a picture of my ear. Because I'm not. I got it home from the store, and everyone said, the first thing you should do, Tom, is sync it with your laptop. So I tossed them both in the pool, and that negates the warranty. I don't know if you knew that. I am not good with technology at all. I have a GPS. My GPS came with two voices from the factory, the male or the female. The male, very robotic, left turn in one mile. The female, a little sexier, left turn in one mile. <laughs> but you'll probably miss it just like you missed her anniversary. My mother's right, you're a loser, 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 recalculating. <laughs> if I have to listen to a voice nagging me from a box on my dashboard, make it entertaining. That's all I ask. Slow down, you have to make a turn, they're coming, listen to me now. Hmm? Lost you are. I've been fired from so many, I used to work for the Psychic Friends Hotline. Does anybody remember the Psychic Friends Hotline with Dionne Warwick? They fired me, and I did not see that coming. Anyway. I also worked for a hip-hop radio station, and after two weeks, they asked me to leave. So, uh... Some of these jokes are time-release jokes, everybody. They uh, may not be funny tonight, but tomorrow you're gonna piss your pants. All right, now, here we go. Mm. Let me ask you a question. You made a lot of pee-pee references. Is yes. that to get your audience to do what you want? I mean, uh, to, to get pee them to urinate? Um, I mean, I feel like that for you is success. It seemed that way, because you mentioned it so For a so comic, that is a standing right. O. I mean, if someone right. stands up to go to the bathroom, right. you're done making your them job. Yeah. Not just because they're, they're going, old. And they I just peed myself. Yeah. That's a home run. Yeah. Comic, yeah. I really am falling apart. The other night, first time I like, took an overnight laxative. Sir, have you ever taken an overnight laxative? Yes. Unbelievable product, my friend. Took it at midnight, 7 a.m. had the most incredible movement. The tragedy is, I didn't wake up till 8 a.m. I am no longer welcome in that hotel, I'll tell you that right now. I have been married for five wonderful years, 15 total, and I will tell you what I know. I got married because I was sick and tired of finishing my own sentences, so it's working out great. Uh, 
change when you get married. I love being married, by the way. These are jokes. I love my wife. I prefer monogamy because I'm not good with names, so it's good for me. <laughs> but uh, things change, and you don't expect some of the changes. You know, like when we were dating, I would open the car door for my wife, which I still do now, but now we're doing 70, and I'm pushing a little different. And, uh, snoring. Does he snore? Does Nakti snore? Yes. And you tolerate it because you're a saint. I snored the day my wife and I met. My snoring has remained constant. Her reaction is what has changed dramatically over the years. When we were dating, she said it was cute. On the honeymoon, it wasn't cute anymore. She started with a nudge. And over time, the nudge began a shove. And now she throws an elbow that would get her thrown out of a hockey game. Two weeks ago, I'm sound asleep snoring. She pinched my nostrils together, which is attempted murder, and it's wrong. <laughs> You gotta make it fun. Don't you make it fun? You gotta make it fun. Every morning I wake up, I lean over and kiss my wife right on the forehead, and I say, good morning, Susan. I want you to have a wonderful day. And it's fun for me, because her name is Carrie. But it makes me laugh every time. And every birthday, she gives me soap on a rope, which is her way of saying that I stink and I should hang myself in the shower. But it makes her laugh. And every Valentine's Day, I get her candy, which is fun for me, because she's a diabetic. You do what you gotta do to make it exciting. On our five-year anniversary, my wife tried to surprise me with a car, but she missed. <laughs> On our 10-year anniversary, she got me one of those cards with the, uh, the glitter in it, you know, the anthrax? And she got me a bracelet with an inscription that says, do not resuscitate. I love her, I do. <laughs> we argue like every other couple, and. Dr. Phil says, if you're arguing with your wife, what you should try to do is try to see things from her point of view, you know? So whenever we have an argument, I put myself in her shoes and her stockings and her bra and her panties. <laughs> when you're standing there wearing stiletto heels and nylons and an underwire bra and a thong up the crack of your butt, it dawns on you. This is why she's irritable. I get it now. I understand. It's my fault. <laughs> Don't judge me on this. I hang the ISIS flag in front of my home, and, and let me tell you why I do that because I cannot afford a home security system. So, <laughs> my house is under 24-hour surveillance by the FBI, the CIA, and the NSA for free. Anyway. If you like to laugh, then you need to check out more comedy on this comedy podcast at jewishcoffeehouse.com. And of course, if you want to learn more about Comedy for Kobe and who's coming next, check out ComedyForKobe.com. This has been Molly Livingstone on Jewish Coffee House Comedy Podcast.